This ad-free podcast is part of your Slate Plus membership. Lucky you. Hello and welcome to this mini episode of Big Mood, Little Mood. I'm your host, Danny M. Lavery, and this show is for you, our Plus subscribers. Our guest this week is Carmen Rita Wong, the author of the recently published book, Why Didn't You Tell Me? A Memoir. And here we are reading a letter from a listener. Well, this couldn't be a better segue for our last letter. Oh, yes. Than if you had planned it. So thank you for perfectly timing (laughs) your own personal development and coming out story for this one moment, which I'm sure you did. The subject is confused, maybe closeted. Mm. How do you know your own sexuality? Does not knowing mean that I am asexual? I'm 29. I've had one serious relationship with a man, dated a number of men in my early 20s, but I haven't really dated in over five years. I've experimented with masturbation, mostly because I felt like I should, and not because I especially wanted to. I can come on my own, but I've never done so with a partner. I know I have romantic feelings, but I don't have any sexual fantasies, and after almost seven years celibate, I don't miss sex. I think I'm attracted to all genders, but I can't imagine having sex with anyone but men, and would be fine with never having sex again if it weren't for the fact that I want children. Recently, my sister's boyfriend asked whether I was gay, and I said, I haven't figured it out yet. But at my age, 2022, surrounded by progressive people of different sexualities and genders, I think I should. More importantly, I want to know my own sexuality. I don't know anyone who is openly asexual, so I don't know how to gauge whether that's my experience or whether I just have low libido, especially since I've been on the pill since adolescence. This was such a great letter, and then there was like that last little curveball, and I was just like... Oh, okay. Yeah, I had to reread that a couple of times. I was like, wait a second. (laughs) I have my own uh, opinions about being put on the pill in early adolescence, which is something that also happened to me. Um, And I did not love, but I really don't want to get in the position of telling this letter writer what um, medication they should or shouldn't take. So I will simply say, talk to your doctor and... Maybe there are reasons that you need to be on birth control right now, and maybe there aren't. Just just consider, investigate your options on mm-hmm. that front. Investigate. Well, Danny, you're talking to somebody who's uh, gone through menopause, okay? Um, and I'll tell you this. I was a lusty little lady forever, and I hit this wall. And I went to the doctor because I, I was like, I feel like a part of my brain has been scooped out. I've never, you know, not had any lusty feel. Like I was completely dead. Mm. And I have to say it it was a horrible feeling. That's very different, of course, than an actual, you know, identity of maybe not being interested in in that. And I know um, from my wonderful daughter, who's very savvy on these things, you know, that there are ACE communities to, you know, reach out to, um, I have a friend friend who's part of a community like that, and it can mm-hmm. be very, very helpful. But just as, you know, I'm trying to f- go out there and figure things out, I totally encourage that. Yeah, I would, I would say so too. I would say like, try to find some asexual friends, put that high up on your list of priorities. 
not in like a purely um, instrumentalizing way of just like, I will make three asexual friends oh, yeah. <laughs> so that I can make sure whether I am or not. And then right. I will like say, thank you for your time. But just like, it, you know, in terms of seeking that out, having interesting conversations, you know, just having new friends, that's cool. I, I think that would be lovely. Like, you know, letter writer, it's useful, I think, to kind of distinguish between what are things that I feel like I should do or know versus what are things that I would like to know. And certainly I think, you know, wanting to know more about yourself is is a really lovely idea. I would just also very gently encourage you to look a little closer at some of these sentences just because they 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 made me curious. And so I kind of wonder, you know, and, and again, letter writer, I think you probably already know I'm going to say some version of this, but I just really want to stress the point is, if you find an identity term that is useful for you in terms of the way that you want to live your life, the way that you want to connect with other people, you should use it. Mm-hmm. And if it's not useful to you, you shouldn't use it. But there's no, you can't hurt anybody else by saying that you're asexual for a while and then later changing your mind and then using another term. Um, that's not wrong. You don't have to, you know, pick anything permanently. No one's, uh, no one reasonable will get mad at you if you try something out and then decide that it's not for you. So the term should really be serving you here um, rather than like worrying about taking like a pass-fail test. And 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 surround yourself with reasonable people. Yeah. To your point, Danny, because that's the thing is that, you know, seeking out people who can are comfortable with you as you figure yourself out is so incredibly important. I unfortunately had to get, let some people go to the side when I came out who responded in a very difficult ways. And I was shocked and surprised. So sorry. Well, isn't it odd to be like yeah. grown, grown ass women here, you know, yeah. and, and you come out and you're just and there and, and then people are just like, oh, no, you're just confused. Oh, no, you're just. And I'm like, are we 12? Like, yeah. are like, what is this? I felt like I was confused. back to like, how dumb do you think I am? Oh, like, my Lord. And I was really surprised. But it's. It's it's sad. It's kind of like, you know, when I had my second divorce or first of all, you, every kind of point in life you can lose or gain people. And I may have lost those those people, but I gained other people who and solidified more relationships who with people who very much embraced me, however I was. Yeah. Um, and encouraged me that way. So I would definitely encourage this letter writer to seek out those people to your point. And I have a question too about that sentence about the pill since adolescence. Yeah. Well, not a question. I know you don't want to go down that path. I'm I'm just curious because this person's 29. I, you know, some people before, even before adolescence have feelings and thoughts and stuff. I would just encourage kind of looking back as far back as you can and just seeing <laughs> what matches up and what doesn't match up, what threads are there or not. But I also would say seek out these people and don't necessarily feel bad about yourself in any way. Yeah. Yeah. And I just want to leave room for it is possible that you would have a low libido regardless. Yeah. It's possible you might find if at some point in your life you go off of the pill that your libido shifts and that might feel feel really surprising in maybe a welcome way, maybe in some un- unwelcome ways that's possible. You might go off it and not experience much of a change in your libido. I, I don't want to like commit to it's definitely done this to you and you should have had something else happen. I just, I want you to be aware that other changes might come your way. There might be a time when you feel differently about something that you used to feel 
And you don't have to sort of like plan ahead for that or say like, I'm only allowed to be this if I know I'll feel this way forever. Um, just whenever that tendency crops up, I encourage you to put it to the side. Would you separate libido in this situation from identity? Because I feel like there's two different, almost two different. I mean, of course they overlap, but you know, is the libido completely tied to the identity or vice versa? I, you know, I think that's such a, useful question because as you were saying earlier like the way you feel about your own libido is i think almost as important as your libido itself like the difference between my libido is low but that feels connected to menopause and i'm really miserable about it yeah is so like that that de- description of like i feel like i lost part of my connection with life i felt like a yeah, part of me had completely, died completely. is so different from somebody else who might have a low libido and say i feel great about it So I think as important as kind of trying to gauge where's my libido at is also, does that feel satisfying to me? Do I feel kind of inert and neutral about it? Do I feel pleased about it and like it enables me to focus my time and energy elsewhere? Do I feel occasionally a twinge of sadness about it, but I'm not really sure what else I would want to feel about it? All those are such personal subjective questions. And I really encourage the letter writer to, to ask herself them. But the the thing that I really wanted to come back to was, I think I'm attracted to all genders. Mm -hmm. I can't imagine having Mm. sex with anyone but men. I'd be fine with never having sex again. So just shortening that sentence. Wow. You just kind of said, I would be fine never having sex with men again. But then you kind of also say that you, you feel like that's inevitable, like that's your future. I don't know if that's because of the next sentence about how I'd be fine with never having sex again if it weren't for the fact that I want children. Like, I'm inclined to read this sentence as I feel like straight men and specifically sex with straight men is something I have to do in order to get children. Mm. And I couldn't, for example, pursue like a relationship with an asexual straight guy who was interested in a romantic relationship where we mostly didn't have sex and like found another way to have kids together or a relationship with someone who wasn't a straight man where we found another way to have kids together. So I'm just curious, letter writer, you'll know this better than I do, but is that something you just feel like I have to bargain with the universe to get kids and it's going to be compulsory heterosexuality and there's no way out of it? Please don't do that. Been there. I'm a solo parent now. Please don't do that. (laughs) I wouldn't wish that on anybody. It's that whole pressure from the outside, right? It's that you should be doing this. You should be doing that. If you want children, you've got to do that. Oh, that can really just mess up your life. So try to- Especially there's just like, I've had a serious relationship with a man. I've dated some men in my early 20s. I haven't dated in about five or six years. I don't miss sex. There's no language here. Like aside from um, I have romantic feelings, but there's nothing here about like, what those relationships felt like, what those guys were like. It's just so, it's such a blank. Yeah. And, you know, you know me. Yeah. Whenever I hear curious blankness related to relationships and sexuality, something I always like to suggest is maybe you want to transition a little bit about it. Mm. Uh, You don't have to. Obviously, there are lots of reasons people might feel sort of neutral or blank when it comes to sex, bodies, dating, love, etc. But... Sometimes I have found that when you think, gee, I'm surrounded by progressive people of all kinds of sexualities and genders, and I think good for them, but I am just sort of a big mystery to myself, and I could kind of take or leave sex, including masturbation, and my body feels just like a vaguely dissatisfying desert that I happen to swim around in. Um, Sometimes what that really means is you would like to take cross-sex hormones and change everything about your name. 
Mm, um, yeah, okay. it does. And can I just get on record and say that I went on hormones and the girl is back, okay? Hey, fantastic. Okay. I love I mean, taking hormones of whatever variety. You, you know, and I, let me tell you, changed changed my life because it was, I was mourning for sure. And, and it really brought me back, but, but also, you know, um, just with a little different perspective too. So just a little more comfort level. I loved hormones as well. They were different ones, obviously, Obviously. but I just had a great time. Um, and, uh, they're very useful. I don't know. (laughs) I, I think just like that kind of studied, I don't know myself, I'm not sure what my feelings are. Who's to say that sometimes is is not unheard of among people who go on to transition. So I'll just throw that out there. Just an idea. Take it or leave it. You certainly don't have to. It might not even be at all connected to whatever's going on with you. So feel free to just put that one to the side if it doesn't resonate. But yeah, I, I think just I'd be really curious about like, can you imagine having sex with men as a man? How does yeah. that sound to you? Does that sound like fun? Does that sound like something you're not allowed to do? Um, does that sound like I have just like uh, uttered the deplorable word that destroyed charm? I don't know. You never know what's going to light bulb for people. Like you saying yeah. that is like, so is really, really important because you you just don't know life. I find that sometimes, you know, this letter writer is very sophisticated in terms of communicating, but sometimes you still haven't heard these ideas because no one's... Mm-hmm. Too busy. Everyone's too busy, kind of, you know, heterizing everything. Like, well, you got to be with a guy because you got to have children. Da da da. So this is it's useful to think of all these things. Yeah, and so I think all of that is kind of like a background in terms of like, what do you want to do next? I would encourage you to investigate those romantic feelings that you have, and just say like, what do I want to do with those feelings? Do I want to kind of bring a lot of that romantic energy to my friendships and just be kind of like ardent and like really affectionate and caring with my friends, but not in a way that leads to actually dating or having sex? Maybe that's something that's important to me. Do I want to investigate dating people with the like pretty clear understanding between both of us that sex is probably not going to be on the table? And if so, does that open up your dating pool at all? If you feel like I'm interested in going on some dates with, you know, Men, women, trans people. Sorry to be like, men are normal, women are normal, trans people are other. I was just speaking off the cuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, But like all sorts of different people. um, And starting with, we're probably not going to have sex, um, which I imagine will mostly mean asexual people, of which there are many different varieties. But like, how does that sound to you? If it's like, we're going to see if there's a romantic spark. We're going to see if we have feelings for each other, but we're not going to have sex. And I don't have to worry about like, doing this thing I think I have to do in order to maybe someday have children. Um, I would encourage you to put that first. It doesn't sound like you have yet tried dating without sex. And Mm. to me, what feels like the most immediately interesting next step is, well, if you have romantic feelings, you're happy not having sex, you're a little unsure about what being interested in all genders means for you, I would say go out with a couple of people of a couple of different genders and don't have sex and see what that feels like. Yeah. And and please don't feel bad for your identity. You know, society says it just surrounds you with this idea that everybody's supposed to be having sex all the time. It's like, yeah. no, sometimes, you know, it's okay to not. And there are a lot of people who, for a variety of different reasons, will be thrilled at the prospect of like, I would love to go on a date and I don't want to have sex. And I, I want you to be able to pursue those people. And, you know, I also just, I really get and appreciate that kind of sense of like, everyone else around me has has this figured out. I need to as well. And just, 
I'm, I'm really glad you live in like a pretty open and accepting environment where people have a lot of different options. That's good. But please don't make that feel like you have like somehow failed the test of having a sexuality by being kind of neutral or fuzzy or uncertain on that front. Like the project of figuring out who you are and what you want is lifelong. Have fun discovering. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Enjoy yourself discovering. Even if enjoying yourself is a different definition than what other people think is enjoying yourself. And right back, if that stuff I said about transitioning rung a bell, or if it didn't, but, you know, especially right back if it did. <laughs> and making sure you're connected with your body. I have to say this. I have a, a dear friend, um, Chicana, who's a curandera. And one of the things she specializes in is because we're under such stress all the time, especially these days. And many of us have, you know, come up, especially young folks with tons of stress. We get detached from our bodies. And mm -hmm. she helps people reconnect with their bodies. And that can mean anything from yoga to masturbation to whatever, but really kind of coming back into yourself, just checking in with that. Yeah, especially if you've said like you've, you've tried masturbating it was like technically successful, but it doesn't sound like you really experienced a ton of fireworks reading between the lines. Yeah. And so if that just feels like I've tried it, felt kind of obligatory, not super into it. Yeah. I love the idea of looking for other ways to um, like reconnect with your body that take some of that pressure off. I think mostly I just really want this letter writer not to feel like it is their job yeah. to be a huge, like as you were saying, sometimes there can be that pressure in the other direction of just like, Come out, be super gay, have a ton of sex, <laughs> even if that's not what you gay. want. Like, yeah. Um, and I just really want you to feel like if you've done the research and you're like the the verdict is in, at least for the like foreseeable future, I'm not that excited about masturbation and I'm not that into sex. Let that dictate what you do next in terms of connecting with your body. Let that be the foundation. Let that be information that you have about yourself that is true and that you're not trying to fix by like trying a different, fancier kind of masturbation. Yeah. Um, but that just involves like what else feels good yeah for sure and write back please and i'm just saying this to everyone now everyone needs to write back um yes yes let you know where everybody is right thank you for joining us on big mood little mood with me danny lavery our producer is phil circus who also composed our theme music don't miss an episode of the show. Head to slate.com slash mood to sign up to subscribe or hit the subscribe button on whatever platform you're using right now. Thanks. Also, if you can, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We'd love to know what you think. If you want more Big Mood Little Mood, you should join Slate Plus, Slate's membership program. Members get an extra episode of Big Mood Little Mood every Friday, and you'll get to hear more advice and conversations with a guest. And as a Slate Plus member, you'll also be supporting the show. Go to slate.com forward slash mood plus to sign up. It's just $1 for your first month. If you'd like me to read your letter on the show, maybe you need a little advice, maybe some big advice, head to slate.com slash mood to find our Big Mood Little Mood listener question form or find a link in the description on the platform you're using right now. Thanks for listening. <laughs>